you're listening to All Things Arm Wrestling. All Things Arm Wrestling. Welcome, Jim. Glad to have you over here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm really excited to have your personal perspective on starting uh, with the practice and everything you've learned since the beginning uh, versus what you thought arm wrestling was versus your trajectory forward, mm-hmm. as is my trajectory <laughs> forward, never ending. I guess and you can always go, you, can, you can't go backwards. Yeah, I guess you can't, you know, because you could stop and you could think you're regressing, but you don't really. Then you go to a bar and you see some tough guy. You just pick up right where you <laughs> left off. Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit, like, what, what's it been like since you started? Like, how would you describe the difference between arm wrestling before you came here and now arm wrestling now that you've been coming here? Mm-hmm. I mean, I my only real experience besides just like, you know, just bars and, you know, just TV, just seeing people do it was that one uh, tournament. I think it was out in Wanta that I went with Ari and his brother. Um, and I kind of went just for a laugh. I was like, arm wrestling? Like, who's doing this? But, oh, yeah. Well, that was Empire Arms, like the 15th of July or something like that? Yeah, I believe so. It was mm-hmm. like a week or two before the first time I came here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I was like, well, like, this is actually like... But you, you know what I'm talking about? The, like, not to like rag on it, but I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, like arm wrestling? Like, like, I, I, like, that's just something you do at bars with your buddies or something. But That's what everyone says. But I was kind of amazed. Yeah, I was just amazed by how much like technique went into it. And, and everybody was so cool about like, like nobody was like, oh, new guy. Let me just slam his, let me just break uh-huh. his arm just to, you know, <laughs> right. show off. It was like, it was the opposite. It was like everyone, you know, was giving me tips. Just like the first time I came here with you, like you were just like, you know, just push. I, I kind of. <laughs> so wait. Not to cut you off, but you were at the tournament and you got to do the side tables with people and have fun. That's what you're talking that, about, that's right? What, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't participate in the yeah, tournament. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I just saw the practice tables and just some some people were there. I was like, you know, show me something, you know, this is, you know, maybe I'm like, oh, I got like a, you know, I'm a plumber. I got a forearm. Maybe I could. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> how you like could tell. You can be like, hey, look at that guy's forearms. He's got something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the guys were like, oh, like how long have you been doing it? I'm like, no, just. Like, 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 um, one guy, uh, I, I was going to invite him here, but, but he was like, Oh, do you do like the, uh, the captain's crush thing? You know, like those, uh, the squeezers not mm-hmm. to like oh, the I'm, grip you know, training. Yeah. Yeah. And like, not to like, I'm the biggest freaking forearms in the world, but, but you know, like he was like, Oh, like you've been doing this. I'm like, no, like I just handle tools and I squeeze channel locks and I work construction, you know, like yeah. you just acquire some skills that are, that really play into that. Yeah. Uh, so I, like, and plus the guys were all tired because they were competing and I wasn't. So I was like, I was like, holy crap, I'm winning against this dude. Who's like, who's <laughs> right. like gigantic. Like, uh, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm born to do this. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. So then I, uh, I was like, all right, like, you know, he was like, Oh, we go to this club. I was like, Oh, like take me, man. You know, another one of the things, um, aside from the sport itself, I think it's good. Um, how do I put this? Socially, you know, like just hanging beyond just hanging out, like mm-hmm. what what is there to do for fun? Like never mind COVID, but just like what is there to do in terms of like community in this country, like besides maybe going to a bar that people really commonly do anymore? Yeah. You know, like people don't go to church that much. People they stay inside, they're on their computers and stuff, but they don't uh well, it's like funny. being part of a, a social thing to do that doesn't especially one that doesn't involve alcohol is fun. Not that I'm like sober, but you know, one night a week I'd like to be. Yeah. But like, it makes you wonder like, okay, well, what are there? What are the things? So like, if you're not doing arm wrestling, let's say you don't even know what arm wrestling is. So what are you going to do? Right? Yeah. I mean, bar, church, 
some video other games thing. online with people maybe you know that's right. what people do but right you know i want to get out of the house <laughs> yeah this is a really good option and it's funny that you would say church because the more <laughs> i meditate on what arm wrestling is and you use you use the word community too mm-hmm. it really ends up being that because what i noticed is i had no expectations except that i was like oh i have to buy a table so let me buy a table and i was just from feeling things out at the time i realized I'm probably going to be the only guy with a table in my whole neighborhood. And then I realized, oh, well, if I do this in my garage and we have arm bet, I was like, oh, well, we'll just see what happens. People will want to show up just because I have a table, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm like uh, Mike Aiello or some other guy where I'm like, I'm badass, so come and fucking arm wrestle with me. It'll be fine and fun. It's more like I don't know anything. I just started. You were a beginner when you got the table? Yeah, I'm enthusiastic. I want to learn. And what better way to learn than by pulling other people on my table? Because what are you going to do? You're going to buy a table and not pull anybody, right? So that's where I'm at, right? You you made the investment. You're kind of forced into the commitment. Yeah. And you know what everyone tells you is there's no better workout you can get for arm wrestling than pulling somebody, right? Yeah. So I had no expectations. So what ended up happening is people started showing up and showing up and showing up and coming and going. And let me tell you, every single person that I met that came here was cool. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. Arm bet and arm wrestling, it weeds out assholishness, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a social thing that sucks later. Like maybe if you don't want to come, you can't make it or you're not interested or life's complicated, then don't come and no one's going to like uh, get on your case about it because mm-hmm. other people will come. But everybody who's here is always really cool. Yeah, And they're always feeling each other out if they're new. And it turns out everybody's really cool. And like you said, what's really interesting is you'll get on a table and you'll wonder, are these guys going to try to break my arm because I'm new? (laughs) And it's actually the the opposite. opposite. Everyone is so nice to try to make sure that you're safe and that you learn everything and you feel good. Mm -hmm. Because if you, they know that it's like, oh, well, you want to be into arm wrestling? Well, I'm not going to be a dick to you. Yeah. I think that's all it is. You think is. because it's a smaller, like people want people to join because it's more fun if there's people to arm wrestle against, right? Yeah, because what's the point if I slam your arm down and 10 then you times never come back. and you never want to do it again? And the only guys who want to come back are the other guys who also want to do that. And right. you, never, you just end up with a bunch of roided out dudes <laughs> with broken arms. But I feel like in the 70s, maybe that's kind of how it was. Yeah. It was a small, like close-knit, bunch of 70s bar looking dudes who were really good and they just slammed each other down and if you lost you lost and nobody cared and mainly because it was so old-fashioned and there wasn't all that technique that we know like because that's what got me interested is like oh there's so much technique yeah yeah and you can learn that and it's not just this brute like oh you're good at it or you suck at it right yeah it's funny because i've like like this is our, it like kind of became my thing like overnight like when I started coming here I like now like I go, I go to a bar I'm just talking to someone I just bring it up and they're like like you're doing that and I'm like yeah like try it out you know try to try to move my wrist because yeah. even dudes who are bigger than me if they don't know what they're doing a lot of times like they can't just because that's like my one strong point is just holding my hand in place so I'll just hold them for like two minutes I'll be like all right you done and they're like holy crap like there's you know like it it almost like you you don't go in. I just hate to say it. It almost sounds like silly. Like, like I'm getting into arm wrestling. Like, you know, this is my new hobby, but it's like, 
you start talking to people about it and, and they're like, wait, like there's like really something to this. Like this is actually really fun. And like, there's a lot of thinking like, I, I think that's true nowadays, especially for just any, um, like tr- traditionally kind of masculine, uh, endeavor, like bodybuilding, like maybe not just sports. Cause people know like, okay, you're playing soccer. It's fun. We played it as a kid, but like people have the impression, like, like my, my, my older brother, he's like been into bodybuilding since high school mm. and he's got a computer science degree. And his whole life, his whole thing has been, you know, people think I'm going to the gym and I'm just some dumb lughead who just does roids. And like, meanwhile, he like loves like playing World of Warcraft and like, you know, he's got the computer science degree and he's just a smart dude. Like, uh-huh. so I think people have the same impression of like arm muscle. And it's like, it's like some like dumb brutish thing that like drunk, like dudes do at a bar, like sailors just to prove something. But like, it's, it's like chess. It's like, you have to be smart and strong, you know? That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. You made me think for the first time how people see it mm. that it i think most of those people that say oh wait you're doing arm wrestling you know what it is that they're seeing that mm. i forgot about arm wrestling sounds like something that is antiquated and it's for like a past time mm-hmm. that shouldn't exist now <laughs> that's what it is it kind of does yeah right it's like oh you're doing that thing where you push your arm down <laughs> what is that like maybe people think oh is that like is that like taking the hammer and slamming the thing at the fucking circus or some shit right yeah yeah like smashing a watermelon right it's like uh, no it's actually extremely strategic you know what i wonder though i wonder if that plays in the fact that it's kind of like i've been reading it like i guess it's kind of making a comeback like especially in the past year or two but you know compare like now compared to the 70s the 70s it was very like you say pure like you're in you're going like this now, like people are doing stuff like top rolling and going like this and like all the weird movements, like mm-hmm. it's become more technical and there's like the whole meta to it, mm-hmm. which kind of maybe I wonder if that's the reason why it's come back because there's all these new aspects of the technique beyond just like brute force strength, you know? Yeah, I think it's maybe that appeals to people nowadays. The evolution of the sport mm-hmm. is making it kind of aware to a bunch of a whole swath of a new generation. That's mm-hmm. how I feel it is. And uh, it also has to do with the opposite of that, though. The fact that we're becoming so, like, uh, insular mm-hmm. in our um, our city living. Yeah. Technology is, is ramping up so much that I think it's part of this archaic revival that's been happening since, like, at least the 90s, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, technology is ramping up. Oh, how do we become more, like strong hairy men so that we can balance out like the softness and the fact that I don't have to lift boulders or kill a kill <laughs> yeah, a buffalo yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's part of that like, oh, do I have strength? Can I even survive against other men? You know, it's <laughs> kind of that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I I think like that's like it's like instinctual. Like people since that's been taken out of like the necessity of daily life, like most people aren't like lugging boulders or farming or even working construction for a living. Most people are either working retail or office or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and you come home, you don't have to, you know, you're not a hunter gatherer. You go to the grocery store, you know, you're in a safe environment where you can be sedentary. You can drive everywhere. You know, you like everything revolves around, you know, being less physically active. Mm-hmm. So like, I think people, there's like a big group of people who are, you know, especially men who are like, I want to kind of reclaim my, my manhood and like do something like old school and traditionally uh, masculine and kind of take it back. Yeah. That's absolutely what it is. Um, 
I had some thoughts while you were saying all that, but then like <laughs> they escaped because I was thinking of other things. Like the fact that you said men, mostly men. Yeah. Because there are women. There is a too, women's division. And they're yeah, really good too. Mm-hmm. So like once the thing that I like about arm wrestling is, oh, so this was my thought mm-hmm. that not only is it not just about brute strength, the thing that's cool about it to me is it's not just guys like, let's say bodybuilders or power lifters or any kind of strength kind of sport or activity. Mm-hmm. It's not just that. Yeah. It's very specific to how you do all these things. You always get and that's like, what makes it special, right? Yeah, you get the guy who just like who looks really skinny, but he's beating all the, the football players or yeah, whatever. Or exactly. you know, the, the bar or like like the, the buff dudes at the bar. <laughs> well, like the current uh, spectacle of today is like the Larry Wheels debacle of the last two years. Larry Wheels comes out muscles on top of muscles looking like one of these Belgian blue calves, you know? Uh-huh. And then he goes up against an arm wrestler and he loses. And really? it's just like, <laughs> oh, so bodybuilding doesn't help. It's about yeah. training the actual arm wrestling thing. You know, it's interesting though, because I was watching the early, some earlier episodes before I saw you were talking about the one with your, your cousin who's also a construction worker mm-hmm. and just like, you know, same thing. How these guys, <laughs> it's kind of hilarious to me how you could be gigantic. You, you can be... um. You can be huge, you know, uh, you can work out every day for years, but that doesn't really prepare you for arm wrestling. Yeah. Meanwhile, you just work construction and you turn a wrench <laughs> right? and you beat dudes half your size, you know, with, with just like a little bit of training. Exactly. It's, 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 it's funny how that, you know. Yeah. I look at my cousin and I'm like, that's a dude who's been training arm wrestling for 10 years. <laughs> he didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. And that's why I can't beat him. So my, that's been a, a kind of a bellwether for my training. So like, since I can't beat him. And it's so intimidating when I grip up with him. I haven't gripped up with him for a while. As soon as I grab his hand, I'm like, oh, forget it. This ain't going to work. Because I'm just like, <laughs> my hand really? is just like, ah, forget it. Never going to work, right? So what I do is I, I always imagine, okay, where am I at in my first three years? And somewhere within my first three years of training, I expect to be able to beat my cousin mm-hmm. every time. So once that happens, then I know I've hit a milestone, you know, because then he's... When's the last time you uh, tried going against him? I think the last time I arm wrestled him was in March. So it's been a decent... It's been like five months. And before that, was it was there a big gap where you could see like, yeah, I like really improved or it's like he's still kicking your ass or... Oh, no. Before that, it's just been consistently... I was just like, oh, this is horrible. But what what happened in March is, if you think about it, with arm bet and all that stuff, I started to get consistent here. So I like to say around January is when I really started my training consistently. So in March, I'd really only been training three or four months consistently. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, three or four months makes a difference, but then I go against him and it made no difference. So now I'm already like five months beyond that. So we'll see. I think once I get past the year mark and I really concentrate on hand and wrist mm-hmm. so that I feel like I did something, then maybe I'll be able to try again and see what I can do because yeah. he's got so many strengths. You know what I wonder though? Um, in the gym, you're doing controlled movements. So even if you're doing wrist curls, right? Mm-hmm. Compare that to like, you know, you're under something, you're trying to screw something in. You've got to turn your hand. You've got to use all these little micro muscles in your hand and arm. You know, it's like, you couldn't really train that in a gym all the, because you, you know, and I I try to like make a point to try to do this when I am working, but you usually can't, you know, be in the perfect position. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, think of like, like, um, 
like powerlifting, like heavy stuff. Like if you're not like in perfect form, right. like the weight won't budge. But if you are, you stand up and you're like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. The reason why your training is awesome. You're always at a disadvantage and you're making it happen. That's what arm wrestling is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So like, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's, why, exactly. that's why it's like the thing for you mm-hmm. and guys like you. And that's why there's a lot of construction workers and landscapers mm-hmm. that do tournaments because they're like, oh shit, I'm really good at this. <laughs> you know, that's, it, it was funny. Uh, like two weeks ago, actually, it happened that I was like under a sink and there's like a pipe in the like coming out of the wall, coming uh-huh. out of the tea and it's like deep in this cabinet and I got like a wrench on a wrench on a wrench and it like won't budge. And like the guy's like, dude, it's something's got to happen. You got to make it happen. I'm like, you know what? So I tried to like really like cut my wrist. And like, I was like here, like, I'm just trying to imagine, like put myself in the situation where I, cause I have to rotate it like this. I'm like, I was trying to like, like put all my muscles into it. I was like, just like close my eyes. I'm like, like, here's the handle over here. I gripped the other side of the cabinet and I'm like, holy shit. And it actually turned. And I was wow. like, I was like, wow, like I'm going to be feeling it here tomorrow. Just like I do every time right, I come to trade. Dude, that's arm wrestling at work. That's oh awesome. man, it, it does kill me there. I, I think I've gotten a little more used to it now and I just try to not go as hard. Yeah. And, and also I, I, you know what I found really has helped me because this was like, it was to the point where I was like, I don't know if I want to get into this. Like it, it was really hurting me for like a, like a week and a half. Mm. Um, one thing I found really took that away was just like when I'm down here, like go just go. Yeah. yeah. Like, like don't, I'm not trying to fight from here. Yeah. And, and I, I think that was one of the things you said. You're like, the battle is, is at the top anyways. Here and here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like once I've gone to the point where like, I'm really struggling and I'm probably not going to win. I could either sit there and put and spend my entire force for the night on this match, I'm going to lose anyways. Or I could say, all right, good, good job. You got me. Let's just go again. Let's reset Yeah, and do that 10 times and get, you know, more of the, the same amount of physical training, but I get so much more of the, uh, the mental training, the technique Yeah, in that same amount of time because I'm not, uh, in pain. Like, mm-hmm. remember how I, I, I was, I went once and I just like, I was like, ah, like I lost all my power in my right arm. I was like, Ugh, like, right. let, let me just go left only right, <laughs> for right, the rest of yeah. the night. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be uh, sustainable about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all about uh, energy management and then like injury prevention. And it's like you're, what you're talking about is just being aware of your body and the sport. Yeah. Well, and I'm also just, especially because like working a physical job, I, it's already kind of a given like at a certain age, like my knees are going to hurt. My mm. back is going to hurt. I'm going to have like some kind of chronic pain and like it's either going to be mild or severe depending on what I do. Mm-hmm. So like any kind of physical activity that I get into, I'm always kind of thinking that like I'd be like, am I going to like not be able to bend my elbow a certain way if I do this too much or like mm-hmm. can I be smart about it? And you know, it's it, it hurts. You know, you get muscle soreness, but you can recover from that compared to like a real injury. Mm-hmm. And we're just training, you know, I just yeah. want to do something. All right. You got me. Mm-hmm. All right, I got you. Right. It's for fun, you know. Yeah. Let me ask you a question cuz yeah. you just reminded me when we first started arm wrestling and I wasn't consistently training, but we were just training on the table. So it wasn't like when I started to count when I was consistently training, but we were I had the table and like me and my cousin were going, me and my friends, me and Deborah, we were all trying things out cuz it was our first time, right? And total non-arm wrestlers, total non-construction worker, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. and uh, just not used to doing this ever, right? Yeah. Um, what I noticed is for the first two to three months, all of us had this 
burning, non-ending pain right here. Here, though. Did you ever get that? Not at all. That's really good. I get it 100% here. Like, oh, okay. really, like everything else goes away by the time that I walk out of the door uh-huh. for training. But for a day or two, like, it'll be hurting me here. And, and it's kind of just a matter of, like, how much it is. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's going to be severe, if it just feels like, you know, like you could, you could just muscle soreness that you deal with compared mm-hmm. to like, I feel like I hurt myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or like as Lorenzo says in his episode, I think I fucked something up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's normal to feel that, but you don't want to feel that if, if you can avoid it. Yeah. I want to minimize it because I'm not trying to go pro, you know, this is just something for fun and you yeah. know, it's a social physical thing. I, I think. If, if most people had something that was social and physical, like in terms of a hobby that the mental health of the country would just be better off. Like yes. just pretty much everyone needs something like that in their that, life. I think, you know, that's another thing to get back to your idea of how this is social. You know, mm-hmm. the thing that I like about this the most is like, I just met you. Like we don't even know each other hardly. Right. Yeah. And, but we know each other on the table and that's it more than anything. <laughs> like we didn't never really talked about our lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we meet at the table and we're cool with it and we go hard at the table. And when we're done, we're done. We say, okay, see you next week. The cool thing about this thing is, um, it's just so weird how you get together and it's the social aspect that's so important and you don't realize how cool and important it is and it's arm wrestling that's doing it. So like yeah. when when uh, when I talk to people about arm wrestling and they're all like, oh, what? most like nine out of 10 people are like, what? What the <laughs> hell? I got friends that like I have, I've known for decades and I tell them about arm wrestling and they're just like, what? <laughs> and they're just like so standoffish. They don't even want to think about trying it. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, well, there's something, something in there <laughs> that you can't get past. So whatever. But in reality, what it is, it's like this social thing where you're like, oh, everything's really cool. Everybody here is really cool. And I yeah. get to know everybody and it just expands and expands and expands. So yeah. like a couple of weeks ago, Jack Arias was here and he just showed up at the fucking practice. And, uh, and invited us to go out to Queens the next week, oh, which yeah. was on Thursday, right? So we're over there. And this fucking guy is the guy from, he was in over the top. He's been doing this really? for so fucking long. <laughs> He's 72 years old. And, you know, nycarms.com, uh, you know? And uh, what's interesting is there's this guy there, mm-hmm. um, Patrick Baffa. Did you meet him the other night? Um, I'm bad with names, especially when there's so many. So probably so I, n- I never met Patrick, but I bring it up because he's always with like schoolboy in the videos and, and all that stuff. When they're in the street, you'll always see him in there. Okay. And, uh, when I saw him there that night, I was like, Hey, how you doing? You know, what's your name? You know, Patrick, Oh, rich, you know, how you doing? <laughs> and, uh, what's interesting is I had no idea that dude. So like in 2017, he was 33. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is that? Four, four more years. years. Three, so now he's like 37, 38, mm-hmm. right? And back when he was 33, young buck, right? That's like a really nice young age to start arm wrestling, if not younger, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that dude was 24th at WAL in his weight class back then. So he's like no slouch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's pretty badass, but you don't know about him. He doesn't talk about himself. Nobody's picking him up. Nobody's saying Patrick Baffa, Patrick Baffa, you Patrick Baffa. Like, hey, I'm Patrick. You just, right? you just know that that's the dude from Queens that hangs out with other Queens guys like Jack. Mm-hmm. 
like uh, whoever else is out there. My old Mike Aiello is one of those Queens guys. So there's like mm-hmm. Queens practices. There's Long Island practices, stuff like that. So it's really interesting that you just keep... My point is that you end up keep meeting people in the greater and greater and greater community. Yeah. And, you and know. nobody is like, you know, I'm, I'm this guy. Like, yeah, I didn't even like the guys who you could tell, like, could like their, their forearm is like bigger than your head. Like, you know, they'd be like, Hey, hi, nice to meet you. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like Everybody it was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that goes to show just, you know, like I walked into your garage, no, you know, without even the one person I knew who you kind of know, like I just walk in, I'm like, hey, I'm this guy's. Oh, hey, have you met this guy? Let's go. You know, let me teach you something. You As know? a matter of fact, when people come here and then they bring <clears throat> friends, just that's great. Because right? they're like, oh, this is my friend. You know, is uh-huh. it cool? It's absolutely it's cool. It's <laughs> it's even cooler than it is if somebody meshes, messages me on armbed and I don't know them. You know, uh-huh. if somebody brings their friend, they're like, yo, my friend's interested. That means I already know there's a, there's a thing that happened with that group <laughs> and now they're bringing that into here and then we're just going to quite possibly continue this. And yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. It, it probably does go to show that like the word of mouth actually does work too. You know, that there's like something to it, like to, yeah. the, to the sport itself that like, you know, it's not just something you have to like read up on for 10 years and, you know, cause everybody knows what it is, you know, but you just tell your friends and first they're like, like, yeah, really arm wrestling. And then you tell them and they're like, oh, okay, that sounds kind of cool. And then, you know, they're kind of in like Ari brought me and then I've brought my other friends too already, you know, like, yeah. How does Warren liken it? I've seen him a few <laughs> times. He was pretty new. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, he comes, I think just to hang out just cause I ask him to, but yeah. you know, I, I try to get him to pull. I'm like, oh, we're going to make a man out of you, Warren. Yeah. <laughs> so then I always tell him. Uh, you know, he, he comes for fun, you know, yeah. because it's fun. You know, the, the dudes are cool. Even if I'm sure, even if you came and like didn't pull once, you know, even I've, if you don't come, just the fact that you have a positive attitude and you want to hang out, even that's fine. Yeah. Like I even love that. Yeah. Because I have friends that like, I wish that they would just come and hang out. Even if they never pulled, just fucking watch and be cool with it. Yeah. And yeah, for yeah. some reason, there's some stigma where they're like, no, I'm just going to stay away. Like, <laughs> like what, what? Maybe happened to you. They're, sca- <laughs> they're scared someone's going to challenge them and then right. they're going to, you know, drop in two yeah. seconds and look like a bitch. <laughs> well, that leads me to my, I want to ask you a very specific question. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the difference that you noticed, the biggest difference from when you started this with the whatever idea that you had versus mm-hmm. what you know now, like the whole thing of it, like on a real table, what the hell you got to do versus what you thought you have to do. Like, how would you describe all that? Yeah. I mean, for one, I was telling you like my, what I, what I would have imagined when I went to the tournament, the first thing I saw that I was like, like, what the hell? Like everybody's standing up that alone. I was weird. Like, I was like, what the fuck are you, you know, like, cause you should sit down, right? That's yeah. What you, you think, thought. you know, like, again, you're at the bar, you go, Hey, you know, let's, let's pull, let's do something. Right. You know, you're sitting, I mean, and then, I, you know, like there, there's a lot of rules I would have imagined that I guess just aren't in place. Like, okay, you're standing, but surely your two feet must be planted in the ground. And then I see guys pushing their leg into the table. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. which at first I was like, eh, but I, I kind of appreciate it now as like a whole body thing, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it's like, it really feels like wrestling. Like I, I, it's humid, but like I, I'll, I'll go for like five minutes pulling with someone and I'll be drenched in sweat. Mm-hmm. Like I brought an extra t-shirt last time because I learned my lesson. Oh, like, yeah, as soon as I got to my car, I changed out. I was like, holy crap. And I took it home like 20, 30 minute drive. I, I could have rang it out still. The one that I took <laughs> off. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that and then just the whole strategy of it again, you know, not 
it's not just your arm is straight and you're going like this. It's like you want to be like, you know, besides the hook, the fact that you want to like your arm just doesn't really move this way. Like it physically can rotate, but like that's not an efficient movement. Mm-hmm. You know, you have no power, no leverage like here going this way. Right. You have you're pulling almost in as, almost as much as you are down. Mm-hmm. I realized because right. you're if you're moving diagonally, you're pulling in, which you know, your arm is sorry, is built to go in. Mm-hmm. You know, you have biceps muscles that bring it like this. There's not really a muscle that is strong that turns your arm like that. Right. You know, you're going in as much as you're going down mm-hmm. and then as you know, um, just for every other, you know, like I, I was into powerlifting for like three months, but like I, I like, you know, obviously I'm not like a power lifter, but just what I learned, um, what was how, uh, you use every muscle at the same time and, and you get the maximum leverage by like, you know, you could like say a deadlift, you know, you could just round your spine and unfold it. You'll, you'll physically be doing the movement, but it feels like shit and it, you know, you're not very strong and you're going to hurt yourself. You want to be incorporating, keeping your back straight at the right angle, you know, using, um, you know, your, uh, your hamstrings, your glutes, like everything all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if you do it, it's like, you've got like a loaded spring and you unfold. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my approach when I first started to pull with people and like was thinking, you know, when I, when I first came with you and I was trying to start, I was like, all right, I get, I'm pulling in and I'm also pushing down at the same time. So I want to be like trying to like push from, I want to keep solid here. So I have something to push off of maybe even like rest on my lat, like you would for, um, for like a shoulder press or something, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, and, and I don't, and I still don't know the best way to do it. Every time I go in or I pull against someone, they're like, Oh, like try moving your arm this way and this way. And I'm like, all right, I I gotta like be pushing, pulling at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, the, obviously the big difference is that it's, it's, it's dynamic. It's not like an isolation exercise. So you can't just say, I'm going to be in the perfect point of leverage and just push with the perfect form. But I just try to the best of my ability to put myself in a position where I'm not just curling my bicep. I'm like doing that and my wrist is in and I'm pulling back my shoulder and my lat at the same time and keeping them together and I'm keeping my elbow close to my body so that it's, you know, it's sturdy. I have something to push off of, something to pull into, Mm -hmm. you know, everything is all involved at the same time Yeah, and it's almost hard to learn that without just doing it a lot. Absolutely. And I think in the small, small amount of time that you've been doing this, you've learned a lot. Like you sound like you know exactly what the hell you're doing, you know, <laughs> or at least what you need to be focusing on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got, I mean, I remember when I walked out of the first practice, I mean, we were pulling for like 45 minutes an hour, just like you just being like, all right, well, give me, here's my hand. You know, I'll just, just give me what you got. All right, try this, try this. And like in that, that moment alone, like that really made me want to come back. You know, the fact that you were willing to do that. And mm-hmm. like, I was like, like, holy crap. Like, I feel like I just read a whole, like, you know, how to arm wrestle, like thousand page edition, like with right. all that I learned. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's good to hear. I'm really glad that people get that level of experience. Because the other thing about what you said, where you're not trying to pin everybody all the time, you're not trying to win, or if you're losing, <laughs> you got to like just give up. Mm-hmm. The thing that I noticed, um, that's very specific about that is let's say you and me are pulling and you start winning and I give up and let's say I'm exhausted and you're winning every time. Mm -hmm. So I have to keep giving up. So then what you need to do with me, because there's no way I'm going to beat you that day is then what you need to do is give me more so that it's like I'm winning 
Really? And then you're in the losing position holding me, and I'm trying to win and trying to win, and then you give as much as you can in the losing position and then bring me back to center. Yeah, okay. And then keep yeah. bringing me back and bringing me back, and then you get a real workout because you're allowing yourself to almost lose Yeah, and then controlling me, and, and then, you're, and you're and not then getting... I get a workout because I'm almost winning and then I'm fighting when you bring me back. Yeah, and and because you're already kind of, you know, I'm not getting the 100% in the in my losing position where I'm like, holy crap, like, you know, I'm just you hurting myself. It, yeah. It's like I'm getting like half of your force so I can, you know, because you wouldn't just pick up, you know, the 100-pound dumbbell and just start curling it on day one at the gym. You'd start with the lightweight and work mm -hmm. your way up, right? Right, right? So you find the guys who are... More your size, or you, or you find the guys who are just tired because exactly you pull for twenty minutes and you're already like, holy crap, you know, you you've lost your force. Like unless you've really been resting or like you've been doing it for like a long time, like not yeah. that day, but you know, in life, like yeah, because what people don't realize is if you think about matches and tournaments, mm -hmm. the the number one rule for tournament matches is try to get them over and done with as soon as possible. Don't yeah struggle and don't make it a battle. Mm -hmm. And if you can't win really quick, then fight a little bit if you can. And if you can't, just give up because mm -hmm. there's going to be another match. And then maybe you can get that one. Yeah. So if you let's say you do that and you win a lot because you're just going as fast as you can. Think about it. You're really not arm wrestling for that long. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do arm wrestle and practice for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you're done. Like you're so exhausted. No matter who you are, you're yeah. gonna be like a lot weaker. It it, it really it, it, you get exhausted so quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably why the at the tournament I was able to like win against some of these dudes who are obviously bigger than me because I'm like you've been competing, and at the time I didn't even realize how much of an effect that I'm like oh like what like you're a little tired you know your your bicep or something is tired like now I'm like I go for ten minutes and I'm like let me take like. 45 minutes to drink some water and then I'll come back to it, you know, so I can get it like fully recharged. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably more than you really need, but like, that's me being extra conservative about, you know, the pain I'm willing to put up with the, uh, right. you know, cause I got to go use my hands the next day. I don't want to be like oh, floppy. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, uh, I'll bring like a huge water bottle to practice and like after I pull, like I, I'll like have trouble holding on to it. I'll be like holding it like this, like to try to not, not drop it. Cause it, it's like a little heavy and my arms are just worn out. Like, yeah, you know, and my hand too, like, I'll, like I can't, um, <laughs> I, I was asking, um, what's his name? John, I, you know, uh, about, I'm like, dude, what can I do about this pain? Uh, like the first or second time I came and he's like, Oh, just, you know, you know, you, you can uh, do this and you can massage your muscles. Right. He's like, really dig your fingers in. I'm like, dude, like I, I couldn't hold a pen right now. Like, and you want me to dig into my arm with like any amount of force. Like I literally can't. So I just have to sit here and suffer until I can recover enough to actually do something. I love hearing those stories because we all <laughs> agree that that's what it's like. And it's always different for all of us, but we all agree that it's whatever it is, it's painful. And we all yeah. have a different version <laughs> of how it affects us because we all have different bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it's just about how much you're, you know, if I was like training to be in tournaments and like, I want it to be the number one, I'd be like, yeah, like no pain, no gain. Like me, I'm like, I want to go to work tomorrow. I'm doing this for fun. You know, I want to be good, but I don't want to kill myself. So I'm going to find the sweet spot where. No, the way you're doing it is the smart way to do it. Cause even if you wanted to be in a tournament, I don't think no pain, no gain is the right way to do it. I think you've got to no. conserve. Yeah. I think you have to be very careful because a lot of people, 
um, screw up by going really hard, train for those tournaments, and they end up at the tournaments more tired than they should be. So if you rest more, you'll mm-hmm. beat them. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hearing from people's experience, not from my experience. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I mean, it's kind of like how, um, like Olympic athletes, like they have like year long or like, you know, however long between it, like they have like multiple year long training cycles where like a month or two before they go in is like some of their, they like deload, like they'll do some of their lightest training because like they, Mm -hmm. they don't want to be, you know, sore from like a maxed out workout two days before a competition. You know, it yeah. just doesn't make sense. And they say that a lot of times they do the the PR is on the the uh the the date of the actual competition. Oh yeah, yeah. like they've never actually uh So like they don't go they don't do the PR and train by doing the PR. They yeah. train so that on the day of the comp- competition they do the PR and that way you place well and yeah. you train for that. That's like the normal way to train for like a competition. Mm. So that's that's interesting. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you get to the tournament and you're like, I'm gonna like give it 110 percent today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now cool. let me ask you this: um, How do you envision the future of arm wrestling? Like, you can go as far into the future as you want, or just into next week. But what's the future of arm wrestling? Because we're already talking about the pa- the past of arm wrestling <laughs> and how it affects how everyone sees it and how they have to re. Imagine it. So, like, what's the future of this? Have you ever thought of that? I think, um, I, I mean, as far as I know, like, what I would assume is that it's going to become a much bigger thing, like, in the next, you know, I don't know how long, year, five years, ten years, but I think mm-hmm. it's going up. I, I couldn't really comment too much on the nature of the sport, you know, like, how, like, technique will change because I'm still learning technique, you know, as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think it wouldn't be surprising if like, like two years from now, like you see people arm wrestling at every park and every bar, like it makes a big comeback. Like I I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens Mm -hmm. if the popularity were to increase and you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's different from, you know, like, like where we are now, like the neighborhood around us, like is not full of people who look like arm wrestlers, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like a specific kind of person who wants to get into it. But I think there's a lot of people like that out there who enjoy, you know, the, the competition and the physical aspect of it and the technique and everything and want, are looking for something like this, you know? Yeah. In my experience, I would say the joy of it uh, as being a total non-arm wrestler. So like the cool thing, this is kind of like why I do this. Like I like to tell people, Hey, you're not into it. Well, neither was I. So, like, I get it, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, like, if you wanted to, like, lose weight and you're obese and it's like, oh, I could be, like, one of those people where I'd be, like, because I, I was fat once, for example. So, like, yeah. when people are obese and, I, and I'd be like, oh, well, I know what it feels like to be fat and have to lose, like, 60 pounds, you know? So, like, or, like, I just... There are many things in my life where I've done things where people would look at me and go, oh, no, that guy is who he is, and he's always been that way forever. Yeah, but yeah. in reality, there's, like, this real truth, right? So, like, when when I think of arm wrestling, I'm one of those guys that's never arm wrestled my whole life and was never good at it, and that's probably why I never did it because I knew I wasn't going to be good at it because I see the guys that were into it or, or talked about <laughs> it like they were the shit. They had giant Popeye forearms, and yeah, they would always yeah. brag about how, you know, oh, I could beat anybody in the East Coast. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, it's like, oh, but you didn't. You actually, you just bragged about it, but you never beat anybody and you're not doing anything now. So what's up, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so what I like about arm wrestling is I came into this as one of those people that doesn't do it. So I can tell you right away from like doing it for about a year, the benefits are incredible because number one, your arms get developed in such a way that they never do. Mm-hmm. So like already my arms are developing in such a way that I've never developed them in my life Yeah, as a normal gym goer. You know what I mean? Like my arms are developing and did I'm like, get, Oh, like, wow. like the big, like did your brachialis like grow like in a physical visible way or is it something else? Like I think the brachialis absolutely does because what ends up happening is the upper arm, mm-hmm. you know how like when you do bodybuilding, Everything is really round and pronounced, and it's got that Arnold kind of muscular kind of ball, giant yeah. baseball. Well, when you do arm wrestling, what happens is it's more the brachialis underneath. Yeah. So if you don't do that bodybuilding, um, what do they call it? Muscle bellies shaping roundness thing. What ends up happening is your arm actually gets bigger underneath. Like thicker, like. Yeah, it just. In every it's dimension. It's more like that. Yeah. yeah so okay. maybe, it, maybe you don't look like like this giant bodybuilder dude, but your arm will get bigger. And you're like, yeah. oh, and that's just because I'm doing this regular pulling m- movement. So my arm has already increased in that size from that underneath, whatever the brachialis probably, and just general size overall. So that if I did bodybuilding too, my arms would probably explode into this new size that they never were before. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's cool. But the most important thing is I don't even think about this part. I think more of this because I never had any kind of forearms. And the number one thing where I have the weakest is the flexors over here where everyone goes like this and it's like this chicken wing that hangs out over here. And you have as the plumber guy. So go ahead. Put (laughs) your arm out in front. See, you've got got some really good meat right there. Mm -hmm. And you've got good meat right there. So like all that stuff is growing on me. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, you don't just get the bone like... (laughs) Yeah, so like I'm, tr- I could see that my wrists are slowly getting bigger and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but that takes a while. But yeah, like all this other stuff is growing. So I see it growing, and besides the growing thing, you're like, oh yeah, something's happening, right? But then the fact that you get on the table and you get stronger and stronger, and people tell you, oh, you're stronger, that means you can have more fun at the table. So what ends up yeah. happening is two things: the more you do it, the more fun you have, mm-hmm. and then the more you do it the stronger and the bigger your muscles are on your arms. So you're capable of doing more things inside and outside of arm wrestling. So now your hands are stronger, your wrists are stronger, everything's stronger. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. I remember you telling me how like you could tell like arm wrestlers cause they walk around with their wrist curled, with their wrist yeah. curled in and everything. Like this weird kind of <laughs> shape while you're standing around like this. Yeah. I, I also do really like the idea, you know, it, it's sort of like a friendly competition uh, aspect to it. Like I come in, and there's usually at least the same like five or six guys and then whoever else shows up. Um, so I'll be like, you know, I know I can put up a fair fight against this guy and this guy. I know this guy is going to beat me, but I'll put up a little bit of a fight. And I know this guy is going to drop me in two seconds uh, or, you know, he'll just teach me something if he's feeling nice. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think there's some fun to, you know, it, it keeps you wanting to, to uh, it keeps you motivated that you could say, you know, it's kind of like you have a little rivalry going with whoever's your same size. And then you say, maybe I'll surpass them. And then the guy who used to always beat me now we're evenly matched. Mm. And now I can train a little harder with the guy who used to drop me in two seconds. If we, if he was, you know, being serious and, you know, and, and now it's more fun for him, you know, cause he might not always want to, people are definitely willing to teach, but you know, I understand when you're like, 
expert level at something, you want you want someone who can put up a fair fight too, right? The thing is that you always want to go up against stronger guys. Mm-hmm. So I've learned the most from going up against stronger guys. Yeah, yeah. And then what ends up happening is as you're learning from those stronger guys because you can't win and they're teaching you things, then when you go up against the guys that are matched with you, that's where you have the most fun. Yeah. So then those super strong guys, they want to find stronger guys <laughs> yeah. so that they can continue their cycle. You know what yep. I mean? So yeah, that's exactly how it is. I guess the willingness to teach though is kind of creating uh, stronger guys, you know, because yeah. you, you go up and then you get, you get a lot more practice and then you move up in the ranks and then eventually, you know, hopefully the hope is that you or I are going to be one of those guys who no one in the room can really beat and you know they have to go to tournaments to find a fair fight and, and there and you become the sage giving out the wisdom yeah that's why you teach those guys because you want them to get stronger and yeah. you're like oh good you guys <laughs> just kept on and you're doing great mm-hmm. yeah and about the future of arm wrestling like um i remember when devin came out with arm bet one of the th- ways that he described arm bet is he said the reason why he made that is because he wants everyone in the world to be ranked according (laughs) to their arm wrestling prowess on the table. So like imagine a world where just like almost everybody's on Facebook, imagine a world where (laughs) everyone's on arm bet. That's how exciting arm bet would seem to everyone. And they would go, yeah, let's see how I fare (laughs) because, uh, I got off of Facebook and now I'm going to go on to Armbet. <laughs> and who knows, maybe Armbet will become like Facebook where you don't need Facebook finally. And then mm-hmm. Armbet takes the place of that because it's, it becomes a social network and it becomes more real life too. Yeah. Know? I mean, it is a good sport. I mean, all you really need, I mean, I guess you want the table, but you know, you don't really need the table. If you want to just go for fun, you can, well, all you really need is an arm, right? <laughs> and another person. Well, that's why I'm trying to get more into freedom arm wrestling. I'm trying What's to that? find places where there's tables out in public that look like nice flat surfaces, no matter how big uh-huh. or, or how, no matter how big they are. Usually if it's a, a public installment, it'll be a nice big table, like some weird granite thing that's just like meant to and be you, a surface. But you're looking for like a standing table, right? That you could kind of go up or yeah, so you could matter. stand against it. Like, because like my thought was like, uh, but again, I'm always thinking sitting, but like, you know, those, those chess tables at the park. Those are pretty good. Those you know? are not bad. That's a good start. The mm-hmm. chess tables, as long as no one's playing chess. So the thing about freedom, do you know about freedom arm wrestling? No, I know So nothing. look that up. Devin, Devin started that whole thing. And if you look up uh, Japanese sumo, arm sumo. So Japanese arm sumo is arm wrestling in Japan. So basically they have a little wooden table mm-hmm. that looks a lot like an arm wrestling table, but there's no pegs and no pads. Oh, yeah. And you could put, you have to start in a very specific place, like uh-huh. a game where like, there's a little dot and then you go and then you can slide anywhere around the table. Really? And yeah. That's like sumo. You know how sumo? Yeah. They have to like throw the guy out of the ring or sit on him. Is the goal to like get the elbow off the table rather than pin him down? Or? Yeah. If you can get the guy off the table or pin him down for a three count, that's basically how it wins, how you win. So Devin's trying to do this thing called freedom arm wrestling where you just have a flat table and you can do the same thing. There's no pad. So freedom arm wrestling, if you think about it, if you can go outside, you can do it on anything. The yeah. only question is, how do you not hurt your elbow, right? So yeah. enter the elbow sleeve. So as long as you have an elbow sleeve to, co- to protect your arm and you go out there and you say, hey, this is where we can do freedom arm wrestling. That's something I'm going to do. I'm going to go look around for places where, oh, this is a place, this is a place, this is a place. And then what I'll do sure is, is once I find some places, I'll put the word out. Hey, on this day at this time, let's all meet here. 
And yeah. Then we'll, and, and we'll that would be a really good show. Like people would walk by and be like, what is this? It'll be more going on. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll show other people and then maybe you'll get more people into it. You know what I've done for, um, just, you know, friendly matches so far. Um, aside from just living with the, the, you know, just, all right, I'm just going to dig my elbow into the table. But mm-hmm. one thing I did was uh, grab a big pile of bar napkins for each of us. Oh yeah. And I actually had a match once where like, I just, we just put our hands down like mm-hmm. this. Like uh, we put our elbows into our hands just oh, yeah. as a pad. Cause I I'm like, see how that works. I'm like I need, I need something. <laughs> yeah. Better than this nothing. Are, yeah. Yeah. Cause you can hurt yourself if you go too hard and, and dig in on something hard. Mm-hmm. That's actually a bad thing because then you'll hurt yourself and then you won't be able to arm wrestle on a real table. Yeah. Yeah. You won't be able to even with the pad. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? We've covered so much. I think we've just about covered everything that was on my mind. Yeah, I had a list of things that I kind of was thinking about today. I think we hit them all. Yeah, cool. If there are, then I'll probably remember them on the drive home. And I'm like, ah, shit, I forget should have brought that up. Don't forget, this podcast ain't going anywhere. So you can always come on here again and think about things. And we can always revisit. Yeah, I I think I was thinking it'd be really cool to come back on like three, six months or a year or something. And like with a totally different perspective, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being on. Oh, uh, all things arm wrestling. All things arm wrestling. Thanks, Jim. It's been great. All right. Thank you. Awesome.